Okay, we're gonna go fucking find this medallion. Welcome to Geeks Without God with Molly Glover, Nick Glover, and Tim Wick. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we're talking about Godzilla Minus One, a new film by Takashi Yamazaki. There's Godzilla, there's Tokyo. What more do you need? We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Molly Glover, joined as always by my co-hosts, Nick Glover and Tim Wick. Bomb, 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 bomb. And today, in case you can't tell, we're going to talk about the movie Godzilla Minus One. It was only in theaters for a couple of weeks. I don't know if it got extended. Uh, as of the time of this recording, it's about to go out of theaters unless they extend it a second Again, time. Because, yeah, people yes. keep going to see it. Yeah, yeah. which is great. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, it, it, it's a Godzilla movie, so we are going to spoil it, but... Uh, I don't really feel like there's a lot to spoil here, so it's up to you if you want (laughs) to skip or come back. But understandably, uh, we are going to tell you the plot of the movie, so it's up to you if you want to continue. Yeah. Let's get into it. Godzilla Minus One basically is kind of a prequel. I mean, I guess if you could say it is the it is an it is an originating movie with Godzilla first attacking Tokyo. In this, at the end of the movie is when he first almost, attacks Tokyo. It's almost a remake. I mean, the original Godzilla yeah. would yeah. would it's in the same time frame. Yes, that the original Godzilla took place. But it's hard to say. I, I, I've heard people referring to it as a prequel to what you expect for Godzilla because he's not known yet. He's a he's just a he's a C list. No one really knows him yet. His name doesn't strike fear into the hearts of the Japanese citizens. It, it reminds me of uh, <clears throat> Batman Year One. Mm. Where it's like it's not exactly Batman's origin story, and it's not exactly Batman's first appearance, but it's that transition period where he goes from origin story to the well-known character that he is today. That that in between, you get that uh, that pre-Tokyo stretch before the marathon. Mm-hmm. It's worth noting that the film is directed, written, and had visual effects all by one person, Takashi Yamazaki. That's crazy. So that's pretty crazy. Like yeah. the, the, that, the, the same person wrote, directed, and did all the effects. Uh, yeah, the budget was, was under fifteen million. That's wild. I, the does effects. That, does were that great. mean that he was actually the man in the suit? I, that would be great if he was also the man. <laughs> I did so. I mean, there it was a suit, but then special effects, right? I mean, that, yeah, that there's, looked there's like some a suit. Of, there's some of both. I think um, there there are times where I think Godzilla was probably probably CG, um, mm-hmm. but there were definitely times where Godzilla was a man in a suit. No one practical. is listed. No one is listed on Wikipedia as being in the suit. Hmm. So for what it's worth, there's no no one is listed as playing Godzilla. Yeah. Well, um, but I, I, I really liked this. It I mean, is, I assume it was a, it looked like a man in a suit. So either it was really good man in suit CGI or yeah. it was a man in a suit. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I really liked it. I thought it, it's a, it, I would almost argue that it's more of a war movie than a kaiju movie. Yeah. Because the kaiju is not, I mean, he's, Godzilla is in the movie. Don't get me wrong. But like the, the destruction being wrought, he's not fighting anybody. 
Uh, they just keep trying to shoot him with guns, which is never not funny to me. <laughs> never, every time when a guy's just like, I'm going to empty all six rounds of this 35 millimeter pistol. And this giant <laughs> this lizard. 35 millimeter. I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know. I said uh, a number. Yeah, yeah. I'm just picking guns. I don't <laughs> know guns. You could just let it slide and let it go. Uh, but the, the, the it's really more about the, the cost of, I mean, like what it was for the uh, people who were in the army in Japan after World War II came to an end. And our, our protagonist is a, uh, a young man who was a kamikaze pilot who did not crash his plane when commanded, who saw the writing on the wall, uh, could tell the war was ending, and instead pretended, the, the movie opens with him pretending that he had plane trouble so that he could land at a base on an island, and uh, everyone's being real coy about it like it seems like your plane's fine um i'm sure there must have been something that we except, just can't notice except for one guy who's like yeah yeah i know it. i know what happened yeah right yeah but it's cool man it's cool man i would have done the same thing and it's interesting because is what he says yeah a lot of people have different really different attitudes to finding out that he was when they find out he was a kamikaze pilot people react with uh, kind of a, a revulsion and, yeah. a, and a shame on his behalf that his, he's alive. His neighbor, when he comes back home to find his home destroyed and his parents dead, his neighbor is straight up like, because of cowards like you who wouldn't yeah. lay it down on the line, my sons are dead. And it's just so fucking wild because... Um, I mean, you know, the writing was on the wall. The war was, I mean, Japan mm-hmm. wasn't going to mm-hmm. you know, win or anything, right, yeah. at that point. But but also, like, I I feel like, you know, that seems crazy, right? Oh, this guy wouldn't just throw away his life to, you know, run his plane into a, into a ship or something right. to, to try to score some points for that side in the war. But, like, how different is that than... A soldier on ground with a gun. I mean, it's kind of the same, you know, it's just like being a zero pilot is just cutting out the middleman, but it's basically the same thing, right? Put your life on the line. Go die die for this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, you got, I I think um, an interesting side note about uh, kamikaze pilots. One of the things that's... um, Important to know, they didn't teach them how to land planes because they weren't supposed to. Oh. So so we have to be impressed with this guy. He's actually got to be a pretty good fucking pilot. Sure. Because he landed a plane. At least once. In a divot, divoted field. Yeah. I mean, it's actually kind of impressive. I, I, I actually, when I watched the movie, I'm like, dude, this is a kamikaze pilot. <laughs> he shouldn't have been able to land that fucking plane, but he did a pretty good job. It's like they they were wasting him as a kamikaze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I uh, I am. It is driving me crazy. I just tried to find it. I cannot remember the name of the movie. Uh, but there was a character. There, there was a really popular war movie in the early aughts uh, that was about World War Two, uh, where a guy is supposed to kill some dudes, and he's like he freezes. He's hiding in a in a building. Saving Private Ryan. Thank you, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, where he's free. He's hiding in a building and he yeah, freezes. He's, he's an interpreter. And he and he and he beats himself up for it because he you know and that's that that's what i thought of a lot was like these incredibly young men who are you know being told that they have to sacrifice themselves for you know even one inch of you know uh, further in the war effort and you're a cog a disposable cog yeah it's i think it's really hard for those of us 
you know, raised in a Vietnam and after world to get, wrap our brains around that mentality that was very prevalent in World War II, both in America and Japan. I'm, I'm sure in England, I'm sure in Germany, people had that idea that like you, you have a noble cause to die for this country. And, and we, don't, for the mill. we don't really have that so much anymore because after Vietnam, at least in America, everyone was kind of like wool pulled from the eyes when it comes to dying for your country. Uh, and so, I mean, I don't know anybody my age who sees it as a noble sacrifice. Even people who are in the military see it oh, as a paycheck. Oh, there are a lot of people yeah. in the United States who see it as a Oh, I know. Sacrifice. I'm saying I don't know That's anyone true. my age yeah. who says that. I know a few people that that describe their service in a noble way, but it's never... But they lived. But it's never a, I'm, I'm going to go lay my life down. It's a, it's, you know... Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I, I, I am a combat medic and I went there to save lives. Exactly. Right? Like, exactly. Yeah. It's different. So what did you think about, uh, let's talk about Godzilla, the monster design. Uh, I've, I've seen, I've seen a fair number of Godzilla movies. I haven't seen all of them. I saw a lot because we saw this at the draft house and the pre-show had a <laughs> lot of funny Godzilla stuff. That wish I, I'd seen it at the draft house. Yeah. That would have been great. It, um, it clearly looks like an, like an older, design godzilla like the them them super thick thighs and yeah. and the, the very upright long neck um godzilla it, really works it on leg day that he's is got right. little yeah. baby arms yeah. but it, it it looked really good and and gnarly and kind of realistic and um molly i know you said you really like the uh his spikes. His nuclear spikes. When he charged his lasers. Right, yeah, when he, I when he loved he it. That, that lovely. It's the very nice teal. Chunk, 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 yeah. chunk, the way they chunked up as he as he filled with the nuclear power. Someone, someone, like I didn't try. I was paying, trying not to pay too much attention to what people are saying online, knowing that we were, we were going to get a chance to see it. But I guess some people were critical of the way he ran or the way he moved or something. Yeah, whatever. And and so when we finally got to Godzilla in the movie, I'm like, all right, when am I going to see this bit, this cheesier bit that people are mm-hmm. complaining about? And nothing stuck out to me. Like, I was really looking and waiting for something that made some fans mad. Maybe they didn't like that charge-up. I don't know. I don't know. I thought it, the charge was, effect was kind of cool. It was something about his movement or running or walking or whatever. Mm. And, like... I mean, it's it, he's an enormous thing. He's a, a, a hulking, lumbering he's beast. Pendulous. He's gonna so, he's gonna move in a very awkward way. Deliberate. Yeah. 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 I I like. I thought he looked super awesome. And the the swimming looked a little like. There's a couple points where it's like he's standing up in the ocean, or he's upright in the yeah. ocean. But then, like he's swimming in the ocean, and it's kind of unclear. Like, can he can he just like float standing? Yeah, I, or? yeah he must be treading water. I, I just you know I uh, because you know they're in the like the deepest trench of uh, of the the Sea of Japan. Yeah, and uh, he's just you know looks like he's standing on the, on right. the floor of the trench, and yet we know that that's, right. that's not possible. So I think we we have to um, assume that he is using nuclear power to tread water. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I, uh, I really liked honestly speaking of the water with him. I thought that the way that they did the effect of the water streaming off his body when he came up out was particularly good and looked very real. 
like the way it just the way it ran down yeah. his scales and his bits like it it, it it i don't know i thought it looked it was it was a very realistic looking godzilla uh especially in comparison to the uh was it Godzilla 2000 or whatever oh. it was? The the one with the terrible soundtrack that came yeah. out in the, 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 in the, the early aughts? Like the the Tarasque, yeah. And it looked just like a giant, like, ugly dinosaur, yeah. Uh, so was there a part in the, in, the, in the plot of the film that you particularly liked, or that, you, that stood out to you, that you remember being like, that's great? Uh, I will go with one that I found to be fucking hilarious, which was The Plan. <laughs> The the plan when they were like we're gonna we're gonna use we're gonna get all these we're gonna get these freon cartridges on him we're gonna surround him with bubbles and he's gonna rise up and he's gonna rise up so fast he's or no he's gonna sink he's gonna sink down so fast he's probably gonna die but in case he doesn't then we're gonna boop him up (laughs) we're gonna explode a balloon under him and it's gonna shove him back up just give him the bends so bad that he fucking falls to pieces I just love that someone was like. But what if sinking him that fast doesn't work? Like, aha, see, we've thought of that. We're going to push him back up with a big boom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so as we all read this, about... The sinking part is scientifically accurate. You could, so, you, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So is the other part, for, for that matter. I mean, I mean <clears throat> there's, we're assuming he's... I don't know why they think that he's affected the way mammals are, yeah. but sure. Well, it's... it's um. I mean, not just getting the bends, which is very lethal... Um, from from you know decompressing that mm-hmm. that quick, um, it can it can tear things apart really really fast and and the pressure, you know, can be so great that like as we read about with the Titan sub, the the pressure when you're deep enough can be so great that it it causes um, incredible heat to, to occur. And it's very, very destructive. And so like sinking him really deep with the pressure is made sense. And then rising him up made sense. It just was so funny. It's just, if the sinking didn't work, what makes you think the rising is going to work? I just Googled. But, but I also appreciated that they're like, well, do you think this is going to work? And the guy's like, well, I mean, theoretically. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, but, I you hope know. so. Yeah. I just asked Google, can lizards get the bends? And it doesn't know. It, well, it, it offered me a lot of stuff about tail bends. They're aerobic, <laughs> so I would assume so. It's yeah. very, it's very interesting. Uh, uh, either of you, Tim or Nick, was there a scene that you that you remember that you you liked a lot? Uh, the, a plot point that I yeah. appreciated was actually this kind of found family that's get, that gets created. Um, and I don't remember on the, the mining characters. boat. No, but well, both of them. I mean, the, the found family when he comes home and and basically he oh his neighbors oh, yeah he meets this girl on the street. Who has a baby, and it's not Noriko, her baby. Yeah, Noriko and Akiko. Yeah, yeah. And he's, and it's suddenly they're a family, and yeah. it's like she just stays. They're not, <laughs> yeah. they're not dating. Uh, they, clearly, that they, they, maybe yeah. they both would like to, but it's Japan, and they just they can't when talk about that sort of thing yeah. out loud. Uh, and then the neighbor who's like so pissed at him because he he didn't kill himself is like turns into the babysitter as they both get jobs, and yeah. it's it's just. Um, I think I liked that bit because I think what really makes this movie work is that it really is about the rebuilding of Japan after yes after the war sure. and and so you know seeing and then these, after again <laughs> these characters who have all basically had their lives destroyed by war find a family together 
and create a new life um, was kind of neat. And then you understand, well, why are they fighting against Godzilla? Because they have found a new yeah. life. Mm-hmm. And Godzilla is just showing up to fuck them all over again. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I appreciated that that they really kind of took the time to let you get to know these characters and you kind of and, and and like them, and not mm-hmm. not just as oh well they're they're Godzilla fodder, but as yeah. as these are these are people who have been through hell, and now they're going through it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. for him I, a third time because he's already seen Godzilla. Yeah. the first time. <laughs> I uh, I I really liked a lot of the stuff when he is on the the mining boat. Oh yeah, um, the the mine boat. Uh, the little crew that he they put together is you know the funky hair science guy and and the others are are all pretty great together. Um, but something about that scene, especially when they when they're given the mission to, they realize eventually stall Godzilla <laughs> like that's yeah. their. That's you guys are going to go yeah. out there and delay the thing that's been sinking battleships. Yeah. Um, uh, really kind of felt like Jaws to me. Sure. A bit. Yeah. Like a just bit. like they're all kind of casual on the boat with death looming and, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the mine that they managed to get into his mouth and then the, <laughs> the fuse is disconnected. So he's got to shoot the mine, but they've already clearly established that he's a good shot at shooting the mine. Like a whole bunch of things that they had kind of set up without making them feel like set up came to fruition in in their first run in with Godzilla on that on the on the sea there, and uh, there was it was just a very satisfying scene. I liked all the characters in it. I liked the action in it, and and it it always felt like they were just squeaking by and and getting out of there. You know, barely surviving, uh, but but they did. Like I, I dug all all that all that bit. The the fucking battleships <laughs> when they'd be like Godzilla would like be swimming toward him, and you're like, uh oh, and then he just just ripped him in half. Like yeah. I don't know what they kept sending more ships. You'd think after you saw him do it to one, you'd be like, oh fuck, okay, so not ships then. Well, maybe <laughs> uh, may, maybe the first two ships did a lot of damage, yeah. and this this ship is the one that's gonna. This is the one. This well, will be the one to do it. I, when he regenerated, that was pretty fucking great. Yeah, that was a good. Yeah. I liked. I liked the way they. It was like, oh no, now yeah. what? So, oh fuck. So I got a question for you guys. Uh, um, confirm what I'm. What I, I think I saw here. I think that when they show Godzilla the first time on the repair station island. That, they, that everyone thinks was destroyed by the Americans, but was in fact destroyed by Godzilla. Is Godzilla smaller? Yes. Yeah. And then he, and then after the, he, he gets, gets exposed bigger. to radiation, he's much bigger. They show the Bikini Islands yeah, uh, the bikini nuclear atoll. explosion, yeah. and then and in the flash, you see Godzilla being like, yeah. yeah, and and yeah, because before the, I don't think he has the nuclear breath until after the well, right. Yeah, the radiation so, makes him bigger for so sure. In, in the original Godzilla movies. Godzilla is much smaller. Like it's he's not a, a giant skyscraper downing mm-hmm. creature. He's he's definitely starts a little bit more modest. So it kind of seemed neat to me that we got to see this smaller Godzilla mm-hmm. and then and then a, a much bigger Godzilla. I wasn't 
entirely sure if that was the case or not so i thanks for confirming well yeah on the island the the scale is hard to hard right. to really understand yeah. versus the the huge wonkin buildings um but yeah he was definitely smaller and there, there was definitely a lot of uh, there was definitely that bikini island yeah um uh scene Mo- that, that established Godzilla got affected by the nuclear explosion. Most of the sense of scale you get from him in that part is when he's reaching down and <laughs> just grabbing a dude <laughs> by biting the top half of his body yeah. and then up into the air. Well, now here's a question. Uh, would Henry Kissinger <laughs> find a way to use Godzilla against our enemies as soon as he learned about it? Oh yeah, I mean he would he would they would airlift Godzilla. They would just pick up Godzilla with a bunch of choppers, yeah. and drop him in yeah. Cambodia. I'm just now thinking see, of like, oh yeah, they they thought the Americans destroyed the station, but it was Godzilla. Yeah, that's what we want you to think. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, he would he would send the CIA in. <laughs> To teach someone else how to lure Godzilla in to destroy America's yeah. enemies. It's I imagine Kissinger founded Monarch, right? Like that's the whole reason that Monarch <laughs> yeah, exists sure. and is trying to make yeah. kaiju. I um, right. I, I enjoy. I, I like the fact that they like gave the little excuse because you know the the one thing people are going to think is well the Americans have way bigger fucking battleships and shit mm-hmm. than the Japanese because the Japanese were basically forced to demilitarize after yeah. Yeah. after the war and. Allowed them to take over the economy of the world for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Huh, well done. Uh, oh, we can spend our money on <laughs> we, technology. We can't spend our money on the military, so I guess we'll spend it on everything else. Yeah, good. right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so talking about the Americans not being there because Japan is too close to Russia and mm-hmm. the Cold War, and I actually appreciated that because historically, that probably is why Americans wouldn't have shown up to help with Godzilla. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Yamazaki has said uh, he wanted to leave the movie with an open ending because not just for the chance of having a sequel, although he says he is interested if they'll let him, but also just because he thinks that stories resonate more with audiences if the audiences carry home the people and the story in their heart because they, they don't have a, a wrapped up Dust sure. your, dust sure. your hands off, and that's the end of that, you know, kind of a story. So we might get more uh, uh, of of Godzilla. Maybe we'll get Mothra next. Godzilla you know. minus two. <laughs> Godzilla was, plus four. <laughs> I think it's I think it's pretty funny that uh, Godzilla is a uh, you know ancient dinosaur throwback or whatever he is that's been changed using science mm-hmm. and 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 modified if you will into a a super being he is a a gmo a godzilla minus zero <laughs> he is he is literally a genetically modified organism we uh it was funny so there is the 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 you the you know that you have to have the part with the reporters who are uh on the scene yeah. live reporting onto the radio and I, I i nudged nick because that's basically what we do for convergence for the monster smash uh, <laughs> they build the cardboard city and and then all the little kids in their costumes smash it down while the two of us and Matt Kesson say, like, you know, and the titty is in tatters. Oh, the Godzilla's like, oh, a giant Pikachu is coming this way. It's just, every, so, but if I, I survive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so my, I, uh, one last, my, uh, if you have parting thoughts or anything else you thought about yeah. uh, here, my, my absolute, uh, and if you have anything you didn't like, please say, uh. Uh, but my absolute favorite line <laughs> is, uh, so in the pre-show, we were watching it at Draft House. They were talking about how Godzilla has no respect for city works. 
Like that was one of the things they said was Godzilla showing no respect for city works. Like blah blah blah. Well, so yeah, that, he just tears down, tears down yeah. power lines left so that and was right. Like echoing in my head every time he did, like he's grabbing a bus, he's like knocking down, you know, power. Just, just so disrespectful to city he knocked, works. He knocked down a theater that that had been around for. 50 years it was, yeah. it, was a, it was a it was a it was a cultural staple of the town it was a he, long, just, yeah. he just knocked it, it survived over. the americans and yet yeah, godzilla and yet took godzilla it out you know like, like fuck yeah. that theater um the only if and i don't it's not that big of a of a complaint yeah i didn't like that uh even though i knew that's what happened that um, the girl survived the the Godzilla oh. the Godzilla nuclear blast. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, she would have been just crushed. She like would have been evaporated. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. It's like when you see the shockwave hit her, you're like, oh, she's super dead. Every um, bone broken, blood vessels yeah. burst. Like, yeah, come on, <laughs> she is super dead. Yeah. And then when the, she's alive, I'm like, uh, she lost an eye. So I, I mean, mean <laughs> could they have could they have found a way to make it not look so much like she was super dead? Yeah, I don't know. yeah. The, uh, the the real risk in those situations from like a, a Moab or a, a nuke is uh, the shock wave liquefies your internal organs yeah. or destroys your internal organs. Yeah. So on the outside you might look fine, but yes. on the inside you're fucking uh, you know biscuit batter. Um, so mm, biscuits. I I don't think I have any criticisms for this um, movie, and 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 neither do a lot of people. Uh, right now, with a uh, hundred and thirty nine reviews from critics, uh, critics have given it a ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. A ninety eight percent on Roddy Tees. And with wow. over two thousand five hundred verified ratings from the audience, they've also given it a ninety eight percent. Well, let's remember that basically this is a movie about a bunch of dudes, so yeah, they, they don't have a reason to get pissed. It's, it's not it's not super woke. I mean, aside from the fact that everybody in the movie is Asian, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, so like. Obviously, women have stories during World War II to tell. Yep. But, like, I don't know a lot about the Japanese military in that era, but, like, I don't know. I can't imagine there's a ton of Japanese women to tell their tale of, you know, being people with survivor's guilt from not dying in the military mm. in World War Two in Japan. Probably not. And 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 yes, like the 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 two women in this story are basically the neighbor and and uh the woman whose name escapes me who has the, the baby. Nakami? And neither of them are Noriko. You know Noriko, Noriko yeah. has some you know she's three dimensional ish and and the neighbor is not, but I you know uh, not every one movie has to have gender balance. To be frank, no, it doesn't. Not every it movie doesn't. is about both about all no, genders. I'm just, I'm just not saying every why, yes. why it's got a 98 percent rating from be. the audience. Sure, um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. My, my yeah. only my only complaint about the movie is that I mean, just in general, there's always going to be a point in a movie that is in a dramatic movie where I feel like it kind of drags. Oh yeah, uh, and sure. there was definitely a point where it felt like it was kind of dragging a little bit just because it was a lot of. Um, Anytime the the cultural uh, the cultural purpose or the the point of the culture at the time is to not say what you think or feel, 
that is annoying to me. Like anytime people are like not saying what they actually mean. And so the tension comes from them drawing that out. Subtext. Not even subtext. Just the, yeah. that they, that they, that, uh, that, uh, uh, that the, the tension comes from people not saying something. Right. And then eventually they say it. Yeah. And so they take an extra 20 minutes because the people aren't saying the thing or whatever. I don't know. That, that was, and so I think, Sometimes there's a lot of setup with with uh, uh, movies where you're battling a big bad two, where we got to talk a lot about how we're getting into position and all the different things that are going to go. But ultimately, this this was a pretty, for being you know two hours and, and five minutes, it 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 went by pretty quickly. I don't remember checking my watch. I did have to go to the bathroom, so I did. But that's happens. Well, it's longer than forty five minutes. Exactly. So of course you had to go to that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a, certainly not a, a Godzilla expert like friend of the show, uh, Reverend Matt Kesson, for, mm-hmm. cer- for certain. I've seen some Godzilla movies, um, and uh, I think they did th- – this is um, – it's a kaiju movie in kind of the same way that the – um, living dead movies are zombie movies. Mm. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's really about the people affected by the kaiju, and the, Godzilla is great, and I enjoy the bits with Godzilla a lot. But I think they did a good job making you kind of give a crap about the people who are dealing with mm-hmm. yeah with mm-hmm. Godzilla, which I think is um, something that certainly the older Godzilla movies, all they wanted to do was you know, make a movie where a man in a suit could yeah. stomp on buildings for a while. And it, it, it's hard to complain that that's a bad thing, but this is kind of saying, let's take a modern, a, a really good modern movie look at Godzilla uh, and modern horror look at, at Godzilla. You know, I, now that I think about it a little bit, I guess one complaint I might have is if, if they do a sequel, uh, if they go further with this, um, like I feel like it's kind of almost certainly got to have different human protagonists, and um, and I don't know how you do a a Godzilla versus or a Godzilla King of Monsters type movie down the line in this vein where it's a very human focused thing and you're you're I mean this is such a a specific time in japan specific circumstances in japan right like i don't know if they're gonna like pick a different era of of japan and and after this and try to make a movie about the people in that time and how godzilla impacts them as they recover from whatever other disaster or or part of reconstruction but like i just feel like there are some things that I like about Godzilla movies that we that we probably can't or won't get with this style of Godzilla movie. And that's not necessarily a movie ruiner for me because I fucking loved this. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the same time, I mean, like, I don't know. Are we going to get Mothra with, like, goofy women that worship Mothra on this How island? How dare you or- call them goofy? Look at at those costumes. Look at those costumes. Uh, Counterpoint. The original Godzilla is is very much a movie about post-war Japan and and sort of 
a commentary on on what the war had done to Japan, and it, right. it's more of an allegory. But yeah. like he than, doesn't. It's not a movie about two monsters fighting. Though it's sure. about one monster kind of happening to Japan. Sure, but I, I guess my point is that that's where Godzilla started originally, uh-huh. and then turned into uh, Godzilla versus Mothra and everything sure. else. So I feel like that that could probably happen again, and people would be like, "Yeah, all right." Could be. <laughs> it's like, oh no, it's King Ghidorah, but you know, also, I'm pregnant and <laughs> I need I mean, to I get to like, the hospital. Or I feel like they like, had a great opportunity, you know, with the Japanese tech boom to to do something with Mecha Godzilla that would that would tie into it. We could do a big time jump. It could yeah. be that Godzilla sinks back into the sea and, and ignores humanity for a while until something else does stuff 30, to make him come back. Forty yeah. years later. Yep, and, absolutely. Yeah, sure. uh, it is already out of American North American theaters. Uh, at least it's not it's not at the Draft House and it's not anywhere. I checked a couple places and I couldn't find it uh, here in Minneapolis. So it looks like it might already be out of theaters. But maybe that has changed by the time this comes out next week. So, yeah, um, and I, I imagine it'll be streaming on Amazon Prime. And, I'm and sure it'll be streaming some somewhere soon. Yeah, soon. Uh, it was uh, nominated for. It is uh, currently a finalist for best visual effects at the 96th Academy Awards. Nice. Uh, which is which is I don't know what else is uh, up for that this year. It received four nominations at the 48th Hachi Film Awards with Yamazaki winning best director. Uh, but it's been praised for basically everything. It's been compared favorably to recent Hollywood films, uh, is what Wikipedia wants to assure us all. <laughs> Thanks, of. Wikipedia. Yeah, I think one of the things that that is really cool is that just that movies like this are getting made uh, in in you know in in still in this you know in 2023 that we're still getting. You know, I know a lot of people complain about oh, original stories or whatever, but I think that the, the fact that Godzilla is a story that has persisted is very cool, and and I like all the different variations. Seeing boy, there are some real fucking funny scenes with the Godzilla and his son movie. Uh, real silly. You want you want oh, yeah. you want no human cost and just kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> uh, watch Godzilla teach his son to how to how to breathe atomic fire. <laughs> like it's very silly. Um, anyway, we've been geeks without God. If you saw Godzilla minus one, you want to let us know what you thought about it, please do so. Best way to do that is on the Facebook post. You can also send us messages. Uh, we try to respond to messages pretty frequently, and we have a Facebook message that says this. But if you're trying to get a hold of us, the best way to do that is to email all at geekswithoutgod.com. We'll definitely see that right away. Uh, we've had a couple people lately trying to get a hold of us, and we haven't noticed it for a couple months, and so uh, apologies. We're Facebook, the worst. Facebook doesn't really make that easy for pages. Uh, so uh, that said, uh, we actually have a new Patreon subscriber. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we have a new member. It is Joshua M. Corwin. Hey, Joshua. So thank you, Joshua, for joining Yay. us. Uh, very cool of you. Uh, if you want to be like cool like Joshua, you can also follow us on Patreon and throw us a dollar or two every month. If you do, you get to listen to episodes early. We put them up early for Patreon subscribers. And then on top of that, you can always send us your answers to our five questions. Uh, we don't have any. We haven't been reading them for a while. So yeah, feel free to send us. You can also just send us five questions. If you have five questions that you want to hear us answer, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it right Man, now. We'll, we'll, maybe we'll just do listener mail. And if you want to answer or your five questions, mail. sure. 
dope. If Send you... us anything you want to say. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Send yeah. it to all at geeksthatgod.com or to either one of our names at geeksthatgod.com. And remember, if you support us at any level on Patreon, you will not go to heaven or hell. That's it's right. true. Yeah. You'll just exist in a limbic state of never-ending torment. <laughs> Isn't that better? <laughs> I'm kidding. Nothing happens when you die. <laughs> I mean, you die. I guess you there's die. that. Not, the, nothing happens. And the atoms just, that make up your body. Yeah, Henry Kissinger found out. No, no, no. You can it's too. Not, it's not nothing happens when you die. It's nothing happens when you die. Yeah, nothing yeah. happens. What happens? Nothing. Yeah. You get you, it. What you was get it like before you were born? It'll be that. <laughs> Do you remember? That's what it'll be. <laughs> anyway, I hope everyone who's listening, uh, this episode's gone up just after the holiday, so uh, the the Christmas holiday. So I hope you were able to have a secular and safe holiday. If you're not out to your family and you had a rough one, we're here for you. And I just want you to know that it's okay. A lot of people are going through that too. And uh, let's on to the next year. And, you know, it's going to be great. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Oh no, Godzilla is attacking. Oh no, where? New Jersey. Yeah. Mm. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. Need more geeks without God? Go to our website, read our blog posts, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Twitter at God. Social media! We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. And Screaming humping the it. faces of those Ever Korean since boys. He does it to this-